Welcome to the Arkansas Beer Cast with Mike and Big Ray from Craft Beer Bucket List. In this episode, we'll be visiting an Arkansas brewery you have to try before you die. Welcome back to another awesome episode of the Arkansas Beer Cast. I am Big Ray from Craft Beer Bucket List, and I've also got Mike from Craft Beer Bucket List. And when our powers combine, <laughs> uh, like Arkansas Beer Cast, yo, what's up, buddy? Uh, with our powers combined, we create the Arkansas Beer Cast. Hey, I've got a beer in front of me. Oh yeah! Hey, let's let's crack into this episode with you cracking into that can. How'd that go? You know that sounded like a a Bach beer to me from here. <laughs> it's because you can see it. Yeah, this is the yeah, this is the natural. Yeah, I can tell by the by the crack of the can. This is obviously a Bach. Uh, so yeah, I'm drinking the natural state Bach. Uh, while we're doing this, it's at 6.3% ABV. Um, so, uh, yeah, so let me take a drink. And while you're, while I'm doing that, I think you should open your beer. I think I should. Oh Um, man. That sounded pretty good. What are you having over there, sir? I am having a Pilsner. Pilsner. Coming in at 5.5%. ABV. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. So dude, this is good. So so crushable, man. But we'll we'll talk about the beer some more later in this episode. Yeah. Uh but, so but for now, beer, you know, beer, we're, beer, 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 Arkansas beer. Arkansas beer. Yes. Yeah. So today we're talking about the Natural State Beer Company located in Rogers, Arkansas. So uh we visited up in the northwest corner of the state. Yeah. Um, so you can find these guys at 5214 West Village Parkway in Suite 140. Again, Rogers, Arkansas, 72758. Now, they're located right on the Greenway Trail. And if you're cruising in on I-49, uh, the best way to get to them is right off of Exit 83. Or yeah. you can just trust the blue line on Google or Apple Maps ways, just whatever you're using. But, you know, either way... Um, not not hard to get to right off the interstate. No, it's a it's a real short jog right off the road. Um, and you know it's it's funny because um, it's a busy. Well, when we went, it was a busy intersection. Uh, so you know, trust trust your GPS because it's gonna right after you get off of exit eighty three. It's gonna you're gonna take a left, then a right, then a left, and then you're gonna have to wind back through the little uh, you know shopping center place. The uh, but it's there, and uh, once you make a couple of turns, you'll see the building. It's uh, very obvious. But anyway, trust your GPS. And I tell you what, Mike. Uh, you know, some time ago, I lived in Northwest Arkansas. You know that you visited me when I lived in Bentonville. Truth. And uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with the area, Bentonville is just a stone's throw away from Rogers. 
And uh, so, I mean, I love to visit the area again. You know, the Pinnacle Outdoor Mall is right there. It's just a, a lot of cool stuff to do. Uh, right. the Walmart Amp is just up the road. Um, so if you're going to go visit Natural State Beer Company, like seriously, so much, so much stuff to do otherwise. And I know we'll, we'll talk about uh, finding them online and whatnot, but one of the reasons I was also super interested to visit is because uh, they kill it on their online presence. I follow them on uh, uh, Facebook and Instagram and whatnot, and they do an excellent job. So, you know, once we knew we were going up there, I was excited because I, I've I followed them. I keep, you know, and I, I've kept following them. Um, but they do cool stuff and I was excited to see the place and meet the people behind that. Oh, that's always fun to do. Always. So I'm with you always. on that. Yeah. So. so, but you know, some of the folks we got to meet while we were there, Mike, um, yeah. so Mark and Dan, you know, both co-owners and also their head brewer, Will. Yeah. All good, all good people, man. I, you know what? Um, and this is what I love about craft brewing and the the community and all that, all that is just good people. Um, you know, uh, meeting these three guys and, and talking to them was just incredible. Um, but I, I think, I know we got some clips. Let's hear, let's, let's, let's let Mark and Dan, uh, introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Mark Smith, uh, president and co-owner of natural state beer company. Um, I make sure people get paid here for the most part. So people stay happy. Uh, one of my, Day jobs is a structural engineer for Tatum Smith Welcher here in Rogers, Arkansas. All right. And so that was Mark. Um, so again, totally cool guy, but uh, let's listen to Dan here for just a second. My name is Dan Klaus, co-owner of Natural State Beer Company, also vice president of marketing uh, for this company. And um, aside from that, I am also from a professional standpoint, a uh, marketer for a Fortune 500 company. So, you know, Mark and Dan, cool dudes, but the, you know, the winner, I don't know about the winner. I'm just saying that I gave Will a hard time <laughs> while we were there, uh, but Will's a cool dude um, and uh, was excited to, you know, go through the brew house with him. And uh, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about that later, but here's, here's Will introducing himself. My name is Will Sonneman. I am the head brewer here at Natural State Beer Company. Um, we specialize in German lagers. We um, try to hold ourselves to the Reinheitsgebot, which is the German purity law. Um, it's a hundreds-year-old uh, purity law that limits you to just a few ingredients. Um, yeast, hops, malt, water, and that's it. Um, so for the most part, the German brewing tradition doesn't include things like throwing in orange peels, adding coriander seeds, um, doing things like that. Um, our beers are very simple, light in body, usually lower in alcohol and very easy to drink. And that's kind of what the German uh, brewing tradition is all about. All right. So one of the things that I liked about this place is once you turn the corner into the parking lot uh, is the building. The feeling you got when you saw it, right? When, when you when you drive around the corner, it's got like the left side is kind of like the, the white uh, building and the right is kind of like a dark gray it just got a cool, cool look about it. And to the left of it is their outdoor area where there's picnic tables and, and shades. And to the left of that's the, the greenway trail. Uh, and there's a small pond right there. Um, you know, what's funny is when we were there, you know, there was a, there was a rabbit, a squirrel, a, uh, and there was a, you know, just needed a deer to have the complete Bambi scene kind of thing. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, but there's a lot of people, uh, biking by, uh, running by and all that kind of stuff. It just, it, it, it's, 
it was it was a, it looked like it was a vibrant place so it looked like you know uh welcoming and vibrant it was just cool and then you go inside to the tap room and there's no better way to say this other than it is beautiful they've got some cool tables from uh you know some live edge tables um every everything about the inside of the tap room is just well planned out here's dan talking about the tap room so our tap room is designed to uh, bring in the elements of the natural state into this taproom setting. Uh, we're pretty proud of the fact that we part or partnered with companies like Modus, a local uh, 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 artistic company, right? Okay. Uh, local architects, Ar and they also have a studio. Uh, or, uh, 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 what am I? It's not a studio. It's a shop where they can manufacture all kinds of different things. Like they manufactured our bar and uh, the community table that we're sitting at here along with uh, the tables that are in the tap room so there was a great partnership right and even our flight boards so mm -hmm. our our elements of the bar top and the community table came from two rescued trees that fell during storms in near the university of arkansas um, they were restored and uh, custom built for us um, including what i learned this morning was the uh, the underside of the community table, the uh, the features of the steel, um, one of the art designers at Modus uh, put in the uh, yeast uh, yeah. propagation yeah. elements. In it. So, so the mother-daughter uh, yeast elements are, are sprinkled within the uh, design pattern. It's pretty cool. Yeah, budding yeast cells. And um, so as we move out, out, outside into our beer garden and into our uh, patio area, uh, our beer garden has a large grassy area. We've got some sunshades out there, picnic tables kind of in the traditional German uh, beer hall type uh, theme out there. Um, it's a great place for, uh, for, for pets and for, for uh, kids to play. Um, and we kind of wrap around to, to our other side of our outdoor area, which is our patio area, which is a covered area, a covered space. We have some nice, uh, large uh, L-shaped couches to relax on. And the real feature outside for us is the view that we've got here. We've got this awesome view over, overlooking this lake. And we're also right on the Razorback Greenway. So you do, do a lot of people watching and get a lot of traffic off that bike path coming in here and having a refreshing beer on their 20 or 30 mile ride. Yeah, you get the sunsets off the water at, in the evening, which a lot of people come for. Um, and I failed to mention it earlier but one of the uh i guess hallmarks that we were trying to establish with this tap room uh was the based on the german word uh, I'm, I'm sorry uh so gemutlichkeit it really has this um there's no english variation of the word but it, it talks about community and warmth and belonging and and what we wanted to establish here was a, an atmosphere that people felt welcomed mm -hmm. Um, that it was it was warm, inviting, and that they felt that they were uh, in a safe space. So, wonderful atmosphere that we're trying to generate here. Okay, so uh, I mentioned I followed him online, right, Ray? Yes, you did. Um, so, real quick, before we move on to the hours of operation, you can find them if you look up Natural State Beer uh, on Facebook, Instagram, um, and then if you just look at Natural State Beer Company uh, dot com, you can find them online. Um, all of their social, and they're on Twitter too. It's uh, because of Twitter's shortened handle. It's kind of uh, funny, but if you type in natural state beer, you'll find them uh, if you uh, search for it on Twitter. All of their social media is just so well done as far as uh, 
you know, getting information out there, uh, crafting and promoting their brand and, and keeping on brand and all that. And uh, I just encourage people to go check that out. Um, and, 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 and before we go into the beer scene, uh, let's talk about the hours of operation Monday through Wednesday, 11 and nine Thursday and Friday, 11 to 10. So, you know, you, they stay a little bit open a little bit later on Thursday and Friday. And then on Saturday, it's 10 to 10 and they do, they have some different things that go on on Saturdays there. And then Sunday from 11 to nine, you know, it's a little bit more chill, uh, time, uh, for them, but Again, such a cool spot. While we were there, a lot of people came in and started hanging out, even though it was early in the day. Uh, one couple had food with them, and they were just uh, having a beer while they ate and um, you know, starting their day off. And then a couple other people looked like groups of three or four you know, of, you know, friend groups, I guess you'd call them, uh, just stopping in to chill, chat, and whatever. And then that one dude that was running, or I don't know if he was the beginning or the end or the middle of his run, had a beer too. So. Anyway, just a cool spot, man. I think you know, just a I, I love activity. It. So no, it, it's wonderfully located, right? You know, in in an area where there's a lot of things going on, and I think it's cool. You can just be riding your bike, going for a jog, just stop in and grab a beer, and then uh, run some more, bike some more to burn off those calories, maybe. Yeah, and you're a runner, right? <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, uh, yeah, you know, I had, I had so, to get it in there. Yeah, that's why. That's why a podcast, Mike. Now I can sit down when I'm doing it, and uh, <laughs> it works out well because I am the antithesis of a runner. So yeah, but it's all yeah. good. And I tell you, Mike, uh, the the backstory of this place is awesome. But I'm not in the spot to deliver that message. They told us about it, but really, I think we should just let Mark and Dan run with it. So here, here they are. So we were we were both members of a local beer club. Yeah. And uh we we were sharing brews, but we both were kind of complimenting each other and, and, and what we were trying to accomplish with our beers. And so we struck up a friendship there. I, I was complimenting his beers much more than he was complimenting mine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh and uh, we ended up becoming both president and vice president of the brew club. I think everybody stepped back when we were all lined up and Mark and I weren't smart enough to step back too. So yeah, we, kinda, we kind of uh, were leading the parade there, but uh, we were talking about some options and, and, and my friend, my family uh, wanted to do some fund, local fundraising. And I thought maybe it would be a good marriage with the, the local brew club. Um, and so we hosted the first ever Oktoberfest uh, in Northwest Arkansas, at least uh, in Bentonville, and uh, did a fundraiser. And uh, Mark brewed his Oktoberfest, and I brewed mine. And uh, mine, by the way, won. Uh, but Mark switched the labels on, on, <laughs> the, on the containers. But uh, uh, no, 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 no. It, 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 we both brewed great. Great, great Oktoberfest. What I think what the problem was is people were voting for mine and thinking they were voting for Dan's, which is perfect. So, because <laughs> Dan had put on this great big, huge fundraising event and it raised a lot of money for a local nonprofit. That was awesome. Um, but we, you know, we, um, I think, seriously started talking about it probably in 2018, maybe late 2017. I was late 2017, yeah. Um, and I remember we were at Growlers. Growlers, yeah, and we were—I think we were both drinking lagers because we just both really like lagers, and it's 
really hard to find. I mean, competent, I mean, the Growlers has a hundred beers on tap, but they may have only had maybe four or five lagers on tap. Yeah. So we, we, you know, we both really enjoyed lagers and that's, I think really what kind of sparked the, the conversation for us is building a, doing this first off, starting a brewery, but what would that business model look like and what kind of beers would we brew? And we thought, well, you know, lagers, uh, aren't represented very well locally. Um, and yet they're ubiquitous when you go to the supermarket or, yeah. you know, you know, you, you think about the top three brands and they are lagers. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a very good point. I mean, more than 80% of the beers that are consumed in the U S are lagers. Uh, so we, we like that idea from the standpoint of, um, lagers are much more approachable, uh, for the most part than, uh, ales and, and some of the more, uh, aggressive styles that are out there. So, it, you know, that, that was, uh, I think, a key element in what we talked about. We just wanted something that would differentiate us yeah. uh, from the rest of the craft brewers in the market yeah. and, and be a complement to the market as well. Yep, yeah, absolutely. So we, we, did, we, we talked about that for a while, and, and um, I'm trying to remember when it got serious. It was probably, was it 2018 when I went to the Craft Brewers Conference? You went to the craft brewers conference. You came back and you said, "Let's are you are you in? Let's yeah. do this." You were you were egging me on, and, yeah. I, and I said, "I'm in." Yeah. So we bought a system at the at the at, you know on the exhibition floor, and that at point locked us in to uh, you know scramble <laughs> scramble. We, at that point, we're like, "Well, we're in it to win it now." And you know, at that point, we didn't even have a location, um, and we you know. Uh, we partnered up with a friend of mine, uh, Dusty Graham, who's a local developer and architect, uh, and he wanted to help us find a location. We looked at several places in uh, in different areas, and uh, I remember him telling me about this location, and I thought he was meaning the building next to it, because this building didn't exist that we're sitting in now. We, we actually built this building. It was just a field. And we show up here, and I said, okay, Dusty, what, you know, where, where are we going to put it? And he goes, well, right here. I said, what are you talking about? There's no building here. He goes, not yet. There isn't. So uh, Dan and I were both, uh, you know, on the side at the time. And I think we both just kind of got this, you know, really, really big smiles. And we just started thinking about exactly how awesome right. this location would be. Um, just looking at, you know, the, the, like I said, the, being right on the greenway, looking over the lake. Uh, it was certainly uh, one of those things that I think was missing from our business plan was having that unique location along with the unique beers. I, th I think when we walked on location on this field before the building was built, maybe 45 people on bikes and joggers and walkers just walked by the, on the, on the path past the property. And we just started looking at each other and realizing what a fantastic uh, location this was going to be. So um, fast forward to 2019, it was, uh, it was April or was it May? I'm trying to remember when our groundbreaking was. We spent most of 2018 fine tuning the business yeah. plan. Yeah, we did. What, what we were to the community and what we wanted, you know, how we wanted to manage the business within the community. Yeah. Yep. And, and also tracking down talent. Um, Will, our, our head brewer, we, we, uh, I guess we got him in. I got him in on 2019, early in 2019. Even before that, he was kind of working with us somewhat. Um, but we broke ground in uh, in the spring of 2019, and we opened in uh, in November of 2019. 
So it was a pretty quick turnaround uh, in terms of building the building, uh, getting the brewing equipment, which we have from Craft Kettle, getting that installed and, and all hooked up. It was a it was a sprint for sure to get it all uh, open by the end of uh, November 2019. And that you know that's <laughs> that was a heck of a day for sure. That was it was a long day coming. So we we. Um, it was nice to see everything come together. I think in my mind, I had an idea of what everything was going to be. I mean, in my day job, I'm a structural engineer, so I literally create blueprints and I can see in my head with how things are gonna turn out. And this exceeded all those expectations inside my head. Uh, just all the people that worked on the project from the architect to the contractor, uh, to the folks at Craft Kettle, setting, setting things up, it, it really came together nicely. Ray, Demut Lakite. Demut Lakite. That's a cool word. Yeah. And auf Deutsch, bitte. Um, so when we talked to Will uh, and Mark and Dan as well, they mentioned this word quite a few times, Gemutlichkeit. And I, you know, I'm trying to say, say it as best as I can. Um, did you know I took two years of German in high school and I don't remember very much of it. I feel very I, bad. I, I do remember that. Yes. Yeah. Um, so one thing that the guys, uh, one of their goals, I guess, is, is to create that welcoming environment and to create that traditional uh, German beer feeling, uh, create, you know, stay true to the spirit of what beer was traditionally, right? Right. And right. so they, they have what they call natural beers and then they have what they call supernatural beers. Uh, and let's listen to a quick clip real quick about that. Dan. So as we alluded to before, uh, we tried to keep and follow Reinheitsgebot. So our, our primary beers on the menu will follow Reinheitsgebot. For those that don't, we call them unnatural uh, in keeping with the natural state theme. So the natural beers are our primary beers, but the unnatural beers uh, deviate a little bit from, from Reinheitsgebot. And then from a uh, high ABV, uh, or high alcoholic content, we call those our supernatural series. That's that's and, pretty interesting stuff, Mike. Right? Uh, so, I like that. Yeah. So you know, it's it's kind of cool that they they have this philosophy and um, they're gearing toward it. Um, but what's cooler is beer, Ray. Uh, <laughs> yes. So before we introduce our beers, what I would really like to do is we will kind of took us through the brew house and. I'd like to have play this clip of Will kind of describing what kind of brew house they have. Um, our brew house is a seven barrel brew house. It's a craft kettle system that we got out of New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, it is a direct fire system with mostly manual control. There's not a, a high degree of automation, so the brewer still has complete control over everything. Um, we brew seven barrels at a time, which is about 16 to 1700 draft pours at a given time. We uh, specialize in mostly lagers. So to go grain to glass for our facility takes about six weeks. It's something we do a lot slower than the other craft breweries. We try to brew about twice a week um, on, a given, on a given busy week. Sometimes it'll be as much as four, four batches of beer. We have three primary uh, fermenters that are seven barrels each, and we have one oversized 15 barrel fermenter, which allows us to make a double batch of whatever beer that we want to, our most popular varieties go into that one. Um, we do do an ale, which is our Hefeweizen, that goes into one of our special our special tanks that sits off by itself. 
One of the things that you might notice about our brewery that's different than other breweries is that we don't have a hot liquor tank. Um, we have essentially all the hot water that you can imagine by having the inline uh, hot water on demand systems, the uh, tankless water heaters that you might have at your house. Um, they're becoming more and more popular these days. Um, it gives us a, a tremendous ability in the brewery. Hot water is a very, very uh, useful tool. And so for us, that's that's something that's that's unique about our brew house that we had. We had fully um, new construction. And so we had a, the chance to put in a lot of these cool customizations that are that are really neat. All right. So we've talked about the natural and supernatural beers. We've talked about the brew house. Now let's talk about the beer, sir. The beer. The beer. I, I like beer and I, I like natural state beer. I, I'll say, I, I'll say I loved natural state beer. Here's Mark talking about the beers that they have available and go. We are uh, the selection of uh, beers that we have currently uh, are just run the gamut for, for, uh, for lagers. We have light lagers, dark lagers, hoppy lagers, multi lagers. Uh, and we also have uh, a large variety of, uh, of uh, four packs to go. So you can take those with you take them to the lake, uh, you know, take them to your, on your camping trip. Um, and most of the varieties that we have on draft are also available in cans. If you want to see what we have currently on tap, you can visit our website, naturalstatebeercompany.com. There's a link for to the untapped uh, site that has all of our beers uh, currently on, uh, that we're pouring. And then we also have online uh, the current varieties of beer to go uh, that are available at that time. All right. So, Mike, I want to talk about several of these beers right now. Uh, the, the first one, the Greenway Light Lager. Yeah, named after the, the trail right there by the place, right? That is correct. I mean, that trail is like literally 20 yards from the, the, the brewery tap room. Maybe not even that. Right. 15 yards. So, yeah. But the Greenway Light Lager, you know, it's a 3.6% ABV uh, traditional Hellas. Uh, comes with fewer calories, less alcohol. It's uh, it's one of those beers that speaks to a lot of people. Um, I love yeah. a good Hellas. It's just a well-rounded beer. Uh, you just can't go wrong with it, in my opinion. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely crushable, and it's something that you can have. And I don't know that guy that we saw that came off the trail uh, running. I'm not sure if he, this is what he had, but I think that'd be the perfect beer, right? Good beer for it. Yeah, You're like I need a beer. That's definitely I mean, that's, yeah. So, and then after that, you and I tried the Pilsner, which you're trying again right now. Let's be honest. I'm drinking right uh, now. Yeah. yeah so. so, so tell me a little bit about that Pilsner, sir. So, uh, fantastic beer overall, man. Just light bodied. It's uh, yeah, a little bit of bitterness to it, you know, which, yeah. which is, uh, I like in a Pilsner, right? A lot of, so many Pilsners are just so, so light on the flavor. Now, this one's got some nice bitterness about it. I really enjoy it. Um, it's got excellent head retention. It's elegant. Uh, it's got some floral notes about it. Just what you'd expect. It's a crisp, clean, and refreshing beer. And uh, it's totally crushable, man. You know, it's hard hard to beat a Pilsner like this. And I know we talked about we talked about the Pilsner with Will. Let's, uh, let's throw this clip in there real quick. Probably one of the more um, recognizable of the German styles of beer is uh, Pilsner. So our German Pilsner is a, um, it's a very balanced beer. This beer has a crispness to it that is associated with um, good malt and hop balance in flavor. Um, it's not too alcoholic, about 5.5% and uh, 24 IBU. So it's just crisp enough to let you know that it's, that it's got hops in it. 
All right, and uh, now we're going to talk about an IPL. I don't. These kind of get overshadowed by the IPAs, right? Where they're very popular, but the India Pale Lager, very similar to its American cousin, the IPA, uh, but an IPL. You know, especially this one has a strong hop nose, smooth bitterness about it. It doesn't really linger. Um, to be expected, it finishes dry and really leaves you wanting more. You know, like when they give you little snacks on the counter, you know, the little salty stuff to make you eat so yeah. you want more beer. This beer makes you want more beer. And in this case, I don't <laughs> think it's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, let's cut to a clip of them talking about this beer as well. Our IPL gains its uh, distinction from the variety of hops that we use. Um, they're sourced from Germany, but they give like a West Coast IPA kind of uh, character to the end of the beer. So I know, Ray, you're, you're the IPA guy. You're the hop head of the two of us. Um, you know, how, how this IPL stack up? Did it, I mean, did you, did you like it? No, absolutely. I did. You know, this one's got 55 IBU, so it's still got some nice bitterness about it. You know, get that, yeah. that punch in the tongue I always talk about. And so it, it is definitely different and you can tell, but dude, still absolutely to- spoke to my taste bros. Nothing bad to say about it. Well, you know, of the, of these three, I, I think my favorite was the Pilsner, the one you're having right now. Um, and then the, the Greenway light lager, but, uh, we, we sampled a few other beers and we're going to cut to those after we hear from a few of our sponsors, Ray, you and I both love to travel. Something I love to do is visit national parks, uh, and state parks, right? Sure. Sure. What's your, uh, what's one of your favorite parks? So my favorite park is Yellowstone. I yeah. absolutely love it. It's pretty iconic place. park. Very yeah. iconic. What's your favorite national park, Mike? I, I, I got to say it's probably the Grand Canyon. Uh, it's just the, the feeling you get when you look out across it is just amazing. It's incredible. Um, right. But so the reason I'm bringing this up is I, I just want to uh, cue everybody in to a, a very cool nonprofit initiative called Parks and Pints. P-A-R-K-S-N-P-I-N-T-S. So Parks and Pints, it's combining our love for beer and combining our love for parks. They do a lot of different things to raise money to conserve, educate, and all that kind of stuff. And I just want to encourage everybody to go check them out. Uh, you can buy swag and support their cause and all that kind of stuff. It's at Parks and Pints on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And visit parksandpints.com. Aren't you glad to hear my voice again? The sponsors are over. We're going to dive right back into two more beers that we had while we were there. The Schwartz beer and a Hefeweizen. So, Mike, that Schwartz beer, bro, that European dark lager. Yeah. Wow. wow. So, this this is probably my favorite beer we had on site. Um, you know, it, it was real roasty. It was very smooth, had a clean finish. Um Man, it just tasted so good. It just had a, a wonderful round taste to it, if I could say that. Um, but I, I like I like the the Schwartz beer style anyway. You know, uh, I like dark lagers overall. Um, and being that it had it just you know that full round flavor to it, I really liked it. Um, but we also have a clip of Will talking about it. Let's let's play that real quick. The Schwartz beer, um, the the name means black beer in German. Um, this beer has a malty backbone to it. It's got a little bit more of a roasty quality than you would find in a light, easy drinking lager, but it finishes bone dry. This should finish like a light longer, like that if I blindfolded you, you wouldn't know you were drinking a, a black beer. 
And dude, that Hefeweizen. Oh bananas. Oh yeah. Bananas. I love Hefe's, dude. Oh, for that traditional banana and clove. Oh, and this, this, both of them just, just came out so nice in this beer. Uh, definitely, they, they stayed true to the style, in my opinion here. And, uh, dude, so, so good. Uh, 4.2% ABV. Just spot on. Delicious, crushable beer, Mike. So what, what I what I liked about this is, you know, you have some of the heffies uh, out in the great wide open. And they've got this, the banana and the clove cranked way up. And I like a little bit more of the traditional uh, uh, spectrum here, the flavors, where the banana and clove are present, but they're just not overpowering, right? Oh, um, sure. And that's I what I that. like about this one is it's it's obviously there. It's it's there. Um, but if they don't crank it up just to crank it up, it tastes really good. And that's what I like. I mean, it was this this reminded me of a traditional uh, German heavy uh, bison. No, agreed. So, and you know, something else is, um, uh, before I talk about my Bach, because I've been waiting to talk about my Bach, um, they also do beer cocktails and we've got a clip of, uh, I think it's Mark talking about their beer cocktails on site. One of the things that we've doing here, that's kind of a, a, a fun thing that we do that, you know, we're, we're all about the right Heinzubat and very strict with our, with our, with our, uh, what we brew. But one of the things we do to mix it up is we do, uh, our beer cocktails. We've got, uh, La Pina, which is our IPL mixed with pineapple juice. We've got a Birmosa, which is our Hefeweizen mixed with orange juice. We also uh, tap into the local community, uh, local craft cidery, uh, Black Apple Crossing cidery. We have a Pineapple Princess, which is we mix with our Hefeweizen with their pineapple cider. And we also have a Princess Peach, which we mix their hibiscus cider with our Hefeweizen. And uh, finally, we have our what we call Limeway, which is a greenway that we serve with a fresh lime. These are all very refreshing, very approachable uh, uh, beer cocktails for people that might not like beer, uh, but like kind of the sweeter ciders and and, and uh, drinks of that kind. So, Mike, why don't you tell us some about this Bach beer you're drinking right now? So, I took home a couple beers. Um, when I when I say a couple, I think I took home um, twenty four. <laughs> took home twenty four beers. So, you took home two cases. It sounds like. Uh, two 12 or packs, two 12 packs. Okay. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. You took home some beer. Yeah. Four, six packs. So anyway, I took home, uh, so I, I had, um, the, the IPL, which I haven't broke into yet. I've actually, um, got a few friends. I want to have try that when they come over, I have the Vienna lager, uh, in the Bach and the Bach beer Bach is one of my, you know, like, um, I don't know. Shiner Bach was a part of my college education, right? Uh, <laughs> we went to Oklahoma State uh, for my undergrad, and you know that's just the beer of choice. Uh, so I, I developed a palate for that, a, a, a liking for that, a soft spot in my heart. Um, so this this Bach beer is at six point three percent. It's got a very uh, strong malty backbone to it. To it, um, it's got it's really rich in the malty flavor. And just like the Schwartz, Schwartz beer, it's very roasty and toasty. Um, so anyway, it's 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 a little bit sweet as well, which you kind of expect from the Bach. And um, you know, it's got a medium body. It's a medium carbonation. It's just a it's a well done beer. So much that I've got just one little drink left because I've been drinking it as we've been going, and it's almost gone. Oh man! 
Hey, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah. wrong with enjoying the beer, Mike. Yeah. So, what about your pills? Is this almost gone over there? Oh, it is. It's already gone. <laughs> Done. It's oh, a, it's a, it's a pilsner, man. It's so easy to just you know plow through one of those. Sure. Now, even if you're trying to you know to nurse it a little bit, it's just it's it's good. You just want to keep drinking it. So uh, I did. So I think overall, you know, the, the the beers we had there were really good, and I like the fact that they are sticking to a certain uh, genre, if you will, of beers. Um, but to kind of pivot a little bit, you know, cause a brewery is, is more than like the beer is obviously the focal point and, you know, you and I love the beer, but they do more than that. Um, so what I want to kind of do is, so I want to play a clip by Mark talking about events they host at the brewery. In terms of events that we do here at the brewery, we've got some weekly events that we try to do. Uh, one of the events that we found is kind of fun is it's called Stein Saturday. You bring in a Stein and it doesn't matter the size, the shape, you want to do a, you want to do a bullhorn, whatever, we'll fill it with beer, uh, no problem. Um, every other Saturday, we do uh, what we call Firkin Saturday. So we take, um, we take some of our standard lagers and we'll add extracts and, and fruit, fruit purees, easy for me to say, um, to the beers to get something a little bit more unique, more unique and fun. Um, we've done all kinds of other uh, events where we've had uh, local partnerships, from uh, paint and pint night uh, to you know just having people come in and, and uh, set up little pop up shops here, uh, and we really welcome that. We want we want to be a part of the community. We want to help out other businesses, uh, and so we invite that all the time. And a, a brewery, like you said, all of those things combined are great. But folks like to feel connected to the brewery, and one great way to do that is merch merchandise right, you know yeah. that you know we talked about Schwartz beer but every time i hear somebody go merchandise i think of um uh yogurt on space balls he was like merchandise and merchandise and <laughs> space balls a flamethrower and i know that's a terrible <laughs> impression but you know um no absolutely and they've got they've got a variety of things t-shirts uh hats um stickers all that kind of stuff um and uh so they just got a variety of stuff in addition to that I, I like, you know, most breweries are, but, you know, natural state beer is family friendly. Uh, and we asked Dan specifically about that. And uh, here's him talking a little bit about that. So, yeah, we've got many options as far as snacks, food snacks for uh, children. It is a family friendly atmosphere that we're trying to strive for here. And then we also love our fur babies. Uh, we uh, ask that our patrons keep the pets outside on the patio and in, in the beer garden. Um, we don't allow them inside the tap room. Uh, and then uh, we have pet treats and uh, uh, water dishes available on request for, for anybody that, uh, for, for our, our, our furry friends. All right. And is, again, as so many other breweries do, they do a lot of work with the community. Uh, it's more about it's more than just beer. It's more than just activities. But again, one thing I love about breweries is they love to give back. And here we have Dan talking about what they do to give back to the community. So we always want to make sure that we're giving back to the community that su sustains our business. And uh, one way that we're doing that this year uh, is through fundraising. Uh, uh, via our Oktoberfest. So each year we intend on having an Oktoberfest. We're timing it with the, uh, the actual Oktoberfest in Munich, Germany. So every year it should start on the same date as their festival. 
the idea here is to collaborate with uh, surrounding breweries, bring them in uh, for the beer festival, and then uh, we're working with three nonprofits this year, and it will continue to rotate uh, year to year. Uh, the Northwest Arkansas Food Bank, the Children's Advocacy Center, Autism Involves Me, are the three we've selected for 2021. Um, and uh, just an opportunity for us to, to give back. So far this year, we fundraise uh, sp through sponsorships over $12,000, and we're hoping to achieve about $40,000 through ticket sales and, and additional sponsorships. And you know, um, one of the reasons Northwest Arkansas is popular overall is because there's a lot to do around the area. We're talking, it's a mecca for trails, outdoor recreation. Um, it's a it's a very um, bustling, vibrant area in general. You know, Fayetteville, Benton, Bentonville, uh, Rogers, and so on and so forth. Um, but we asked Mark about stuff to do in the area, and here's him talking a little bit about that. So people come to Northwest Arkansas mainly for the outdoor uh, outdoor experience. Here we've got uh, a lake that's not far from us called Beaver Lake. All kinds of boating, uh, fishing, water skiing. Uh, we have uh, literally hundreds of miles of uh, bike paths, everything from mountain bike trails to more like street bike trails, uh, like that runs right by our place. Uh, Razorback Greenway is, is kind of the main spur of all those different trails. Uh, there's all kinds of uh, art in the area. Um, Crystal Bridges uh, has the largest, uh, the largest selection of, uh, or largest collection of American art in the world. Um, so there's all kinds of, uh, of things to see out there. Um, what else, Dan? What else can you think of in the area? To do? So we, since we've started, uh, we've seen Rogers uh, continue to invest in uh, areas like uh, or, uh, there are businesses like uh, what's the golf? Top Golf has mm -hmm. come in. You've got the Amp, uh, yeah. which brings in some uh, great headline music uh, and entertainment. Uh, it's only like a mile away from us. Right. It's a great place to you know, come here and then go to, go see at the Amp concert. That's you've, what you do. You've got the Pinnacle Promenade, which yeah. is right next uh, right next to the Amp. So within a mile of our brewery, you've got some fantastic things to do. And Mike, I've said this before. Do you know what pairs really good with beer? More beer? Uh, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> Completely undeniable. But... Food. <laughs> yeah, food. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's only, obviously. It's only fitting, and I say fitting while I'm making little quotation bunny ears in the air. It's only fitting that Big Ray is uh, the foodie of the duo here, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I like food too. And, and uh, so, again, where, where this brewery is located, there is a plethora of food options available. Uh, they also have food trucks that come into the brewery on yeah. the reg, right? Yeah. So, here's Mark talking about their food trucks and their food options that they have available. So we've partnered with uh, a food truck that's been parked out front some day, since day one for us uh, called Big Sexy Food. Um, they specialize in uh, big sloppy over the top hamburgers, uh, fries, uh, stuffies. Uh, they've just got brought in a, a German themed uh, uh, menu. menu. And um, one of the cool things about Big Sexy Food is they were featured on uh, the Food Network. We also have uh, some other options that that are uh, that can be brought in. We, we welcome any type of food at all. We don't have any restrictions on that. But Madoko 
uh, is a Asian themed restaurant that's just right in our same little village on the creeks here. You can order and, and call an order and they'll they'll bring it in here for you, they'll deliver it. And, and, and we keep a variety of snacks on, on hand. So, and we try to rotate them in and out over time. So. Yeah, that's a good point. We, uh, we also partnered with uh, um, Sweet Freedom Cheese in Bentonville, their local cheesery, or I guess they're ch cheesery. I'm not sure what they call those, but they- uh, they Creamery? Uh, creamery, maybe. Yeah. And they, <laughs> they have uh, these bento boxes, which have a couple of varieties of cheese, nuts, uh, dried fruits, uh, and we sell those here at the, at the tap room. All right, so it's coming to the time where we need to think about closing out this episode of the podcast. Um, what I want to do, um, and I know we're going to talk about your favorite beer and my favorite beer. Sure. Let's go through a couple of clips here. We're going to have Will talking about his favorite beer. Uh, my favorite beer is one of our unlisted varieties. It's a half and half beer, uh, half Schweinway. Uh, excuse me, half Schwartz beer, half Greenway, making it a Schweinway. Um, this is like... It's kind of got a black and tan effect. So it gives you a little bit of the light, easy drinking uh, harp. And then the, the Guinness would be the roasty toasty, which goes to make a black and tan. And ours is our, our Schwartz beer. And this gives you something like a British brown ale, a British pub ale. It's very easy drinking, slightly malty, goes down smooth, low alcohol. Mark, here's Mark talking about his favorite beer. My favorite beer. Uh, that's kind of like picking out my favorite child. Um, a lot of people pretend that they don't have a favorite child. I have a favorite child, no doubt, no doubt. Anyway, my favorite beer here is going to be the Greenway. Um, and one of the reasons for that is it's a very technically challenging beer. Um, there's nothing to hide behind. This beer is, it is what it is, and it's right there. If there was any flaws in it, you would taste it. And it's so easy drinking. You can have, you know, a couple of them and you can still, you know, you can still drive, you can still operate, you know, heavy machinery if you want to, but it is one of those beers. that's just, um, uh, it's a, it's a brewer's beer. That's what it is. And that's one of the reasons I really like it. Okay. And here's Dan's favorite beer. So my favorite beer is uh, the seasonal Oktoberfest. That's what we started our idea of natural state beer company with Mark and I competed against each other in a uh, friendly competition on brewing them. But for day in, day out, my favorite is the Schwartz beer. And that's, that should be on the menu all the time. Do you want me to go first? Or do you want to go first? It's up to you. So I'll go first, Mike. Yeah. What's your favorite beer? I think my favorite beer was the Hefeweizen. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with that, man. Uh, you know, okay. we talked about traditional German wheat beer. Yeah. Right. Uh, the banana and the clove were certainly prevalent or present, but not overbearing. Yeah. Not overbearing. And uh, that's something I like, man. Sure. I, I'm going to go with the is. Schwartz. I'm going to go with the Schwartz beer. Um, beer. You know, that it was actually, dude, it's really close between the Bach and a Schwartz beer. Um, I think they're both really good. Um, I think the, Sch the Schwartz beer is going to beat, beat it to the finish line first. Um, but overall, man, like, so. Um, what good beers? What good beers? All right. And so again, to, to wrap things out here, I want to encourage all of you guys to check out their website and their social medias. Find them at naturalstatebeercompany.com. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Natural State Beer. And Twitter, you know, like Mike said, with the, the handle, it's natural ST, the number eight, and the word beer still says Natural State Beer. Now, the hours of operation, again, you can find on their social medias. 
And again, if you're driving to their location right now, or if uh, you've pulled over to type in the address into your GPS, you can get there. It's 5214 West Village Parkway, Suite 140. It's in Rogers, Arkansas, 72758. And again, just remember to look for exit 83 off of I-49. Super easy to get to, guys. Um, and again, it's, and if you're on, on a bike, if you're riding a bike on the Greenwood Trail, keep your eyes peeled for the brewery. You can't miss it. Ray, overall, I look forward to it because of the social media and I hadn't been there yet. I always like going to new breweries and checking the space out. But but the space is pretty dang cool. It's beautiful inside. Um, it's got a cool vibe on the outside. They've got some good beer, um, some really good beer, not just good beer, some really good beer. They've got some uh, beer cocktails. They've got a lot of different things they do for the community and in the tap room. So they got a lot going on. But one thing that I thought was super cool, probably my favorite thing I took away from the brewery is the people we met. So we got Mark, Dan, Will, and uh, we met Mark's wife while we were there, who, who's the social social media guru. Um, so hats off. Um, I'll give the kudos to her while we're while we're here. I just enjoyed meeting them, and I, you know, I, we spent uh, two hours there um, just trying to get v- different audio clips, right? And it was right, such a right. fun time getting to know them. It was so fun chatting with them, and that was before we even started trying beers. Right. And so it just time flew by. And that's how I really gauge uh, how I have a good time is, you know, when you, when you look down, you're like, oh man, it's been three hours. I got to slow down or I got to go or whatever it may be. Right. Um, (laughs) Right. But overall I had an incredible time. I think you did as well. And I encourage everybody to go check them out. They're good people. uh, Great beer, uh, easy uh, on and off the I-49. Right. So absolutely right. Uh, anyway, I encourage everybody to check them out and, 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 uh, try the Schwartz beer. It's the best beer on the block. <laughs> Fair enough. So thank you everybody for listening to another awesome episode of the Arkansas beer cast. I certainly appreciate you guys. And also thank you to the Burry and the Arkansas guild of brewers for this collaborative endeavor. And while you're on the social medias, be sure to check out hashtag drink AR beer and do me another solid. Please, please, please don't drink and drive, but do drink local. And we will catch y'all on another episode of the Arkansas Beer Cast. The Mootlakite. Cheers. Okay, so Mike here. We've got a short update for Natural State Beer Company. In September of this year, 2021, Natural State Beer Company was awarded the gold medal at the Great American Beer Festival for their Maybach they got a gold medal, and we think that deserves a special kudos. Another big kudos is they recently raised $20,000 for a local charity during their most recent Oktoberfest. Drink on, guys. Thank you for joining us on the Arkansas BeerCast. Be sure to explore more episodes and get your brewery passport stamped as you discover all the breweries of Arkansas. The Arkansas BeerCast is a collaborative project with the Arkansas Brewers Guild and Craft Beer Bucket List. You can find the Arkansas Brewers Guild at arkansasbrewersguild.com and we encourage you to find Craft Beer Bucket List wherever you get your podcasts.